Welcome everyone to episode six of Things That Move Me, the podcast about inspiration. I'm your host, Ali Khan, and as always, I'll be your guide on this great adventure through the world of inspiration. Things That Move Me is a podcast about inspiration. We look at the things that inspire us and why they do so. Now, inspiration can come in many different forms. The moments that inspire us come in all guises, all shapes and all sizes. Whether that be film, theatre, TV, books, history, the list goes on and on and on. On Things That Move Me, we look at every single one of these forms of inspiration and many more. The show has been an outstanding success so far, and I just want to thank all of you for listening. Um, If you're enjoying the show, please do hit the follow button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to um, so that every two weeks you get a delicious dollop of inspiration straight into your podcast feed. This week on the show, we're looking at a very special form of inspiration. We're looking at one of my favorite bands of all time, Credence Clearwater. Revival. Now, specifically, we'll be looking at a documentary that was done about the band that was released on Netflix, I believe, uh, entitled Credence Clearwater Revival Traveling Band. It's narrated by Jeff Bridges, which only adds another layer of inspiring, awesome, incredulous wonderment uh, to the documentary. But uh, it really it tracks their journey um, over the course of, uh, I believe it was 1969 to 1970, where they essentially, right after the breakup of the Beatles, um, they were jockeying for position as greatest rock band of all time. And once the Beatles had broken up, CCR ascended to that throne. Um, it, it had then become undisputed. They had sort of won that jockeying. And this this documentary essentially tracks their journey uh, and their tour throughout Europe uh, in that period of time, culminating in the famous show in the Royal Albert Hall in 1970. So sit back and relax, grab whatever beverage of choice works for you, or if you're traveling today or if you're journeying through traffic, uh, relax, but don't relax too much because we, we need you to get there in one piece. And enjoy this wondrous journey of inspiration through my favourite, or one of my favourite bands, Credence Clearwater Revival. forward to today's episode of things that move me ccr hold a special place in my heart and it's going to be a really interesting show i think and i think you're really going to enjoy it as well so thanks very much again for for listening uh today so ccr for me right credence clearwater revival um, and i'll give you a little bit of a biography to the band in a second but i just wanted to kind of emphasize to you the listener what ccr mean to me and that's one simple simple thing freedom 
for me, when Creedence Clearwater Revival came into my life, I was a student at the University of Oxford. I was acting in a show. I was acting, partying. My mind is expanding. To be honest, it's pretty much what my life is like now. <laughs> and then boom, CCR. Bad Moon Rising came on. And I'm thinking, what is this? Because the first thing you get from CCR is you get that voice. John Fogarty. And he is just screaming, howling down that microphone at you. And it was one of the first times in my life I had, ex I had so I'd experienced this much freedom associated with art. Because for sure, like, art was always freedom to me. But suddenly you're seeing it really imbued with this fluidity this freedom this magic this mysticism and it's fit it's healthy it's free and i was this i mean for me right i'm listening to this and you take that whole concoction being being a being a student at the university of oxford acting in a show partying my mind's expanding. Um, I'm, I'm exercising. I'm socializing. I'm um, romanticizing. I'm having a good time, right? And then, boom, you're hit with this. And you're, you're feeling all of this at once. And you're fit and you're healthy and you're free, man. And I thought to myself at that time, this is it, man. This is all I want to do. I want to act, I want to be free, I want to be healthy and I want to have fun. And that's what I associate CCR with. And it's what I'll always associate them with. And I'll tell you a good story uh, before before we jump into the some of the nuts and bolts of this band. Uh, during one of my summers off um, from university, I was in the United States in Massachusetts visiting a buddy of mine who I'd acted in a show with. And we were at a, a college baseball game. And, you know, like college sports in America is no joke. You know, you're talking about the NCAA. You're talking about fairly sizable sporting events on the level of professional sporting events, really, to be honest. And we're at this game. We're sitting in the stands. We're getting ready for this baseball game to kick off. And we get talking to this guy who is like, to all intents and purposes, to me anyway, just sounded and had the same mannerisms as Matt Damon. It was incredible. Like it wasn't Matt Damon, but it was incredible, the comparison. And we're talking to this guy, we're having a good time. And um, suddenly he, me and a few of my buddies are there and we're having a good time. And suddenly he says, look, you seem like a great bunch of guys. Like, would, would any of you be interested in throwing out the honorary first pitch at this baseball game? And we're like, what? Um immediately right because i play cricket two of my buddies immediately point at me and they're like ali will do it he'd love to do it it would be he'd, he'd have a great time doing it and so i was like yeah sure why not i'll give it a go so i go into the bullpen you know and i'm, I'm like warming up and i'm thinking to myself right I, I gotta think like what can i think of any movies about baseball that i've seen to at least get some sort of a semblance of like the way you should wind up and pitch and so i'm doing this in the bullpen and i'm like Heating, you know, like heating up warming up getting ready to do this pitch and then the guy asked for a few details right like so it's like can i get your details he's asking can i get these can i get your details so you know ali can from ireland blah 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 so 
suddenly it was like, okay, we're ready to go. So next thing, over the tannoy and the whole stadium just echoes out. And today we've got a very special picture from Ireland. We've got Ali Khan. And then I kind of run out onto the stadium. And as I'm running out, there's this like really tall, powerful, strong dude. Italian dude, like sitting in the bleachers. So he leans over the bleachers. He's like, hey, kid, don't screw it up. And I'm like, okay. Um, so I'm like running out onto the onto this uh, pitch or this this baseball diamond imbued with the confidence that this large, burly Italian man has just sort of uh, offered up to me. And um, I make my way on to the uh, to the mound. And the guy, the, the, the catcher uh, behind the home plate, just sort of tosses me the ball. And, you know, bear in mind, all the teams are out here. You know, the stadium's full and we're about ready to kick off. And the, the catcher throws me the ball and he kind of looks at me and he kind of smiles and he goes, keep it simple, kid. Just get it over home plate. And I'm like, OK. So I take this ball. I take a look around the stadium. I sort of take a deep breath. I wind up and I let fly with this, to be honest, fairly, fairly strong pitch that just flies straight over home plate, straight into the catcher's hand. And he laughs. He takes it. He laughs. He goes, hey, good job, kid. And he just sort of throws me the ball. And the exhalation of relief, because, you know, the thing you, I mean, you want to do well, right? I mean, you've got a cricket background. You're like, okay, I should be able to do this. You know, so there's a sense of pride in, in this. You know, there's a sense of ego. of Like, okay, I should be able to do this. You know, but then also, to be totally honest, there's a sense of relief washes over you that you didn't just look like an absolute idiot in front of an entire stadium of baseball fans. So it was a real sense of like joy, happiness, elation. I'm running back in, you know, the the um, the same Italian burly man um, leans over and goes, hey, good job, kid. Knew you could do it. I'm like, did you? Did you know? And then so, you know, it was great. Met the general manager behind the the the, the, the bleachers. He, you know, got the, the entire team to sign the ball for me. A great night. We had a phenomenal, phenomenal night at the game. And man, we just drove home, windows open, blaring CCR all the way home. It was the most Americana evening I think I've ever had in my life. It was wonderful, wonderful. So, you know, CCR, freedom. Um, that's what they mean to me. So let's just jump in to give you a little bit of context and explanation to this band, right? CCR, let me give you the biography. So Credence Clearwater Revival, commonly abbreviated as CCR or simply Credence, was an American rock band formed in El Cerrito, California. The band consisted of a lead vocalist, lead guitarist and primary songwriter John Fogarty. His brother, rhythm guitarist Tom Fogarty, bassist Stu Cook and drummer Doug Clifford. The band's most prolific and successful period uh, was between 1969 and 1971, where they produced 14 consecutive top 10 singles many of which were double A-sides, and five consecutive top ten albums in the United States, two of which, Green River, 1969, and Cosmos Factory, um, 1970, reached number one. The band performed at the 1969 Woodstock Festival in upstate New York and was the first major act signed to appear there. 
CCR's music remains popular and is a staple of US classic rock radio airplay, uh, with 45 million CCR records having been sold in the US alone. The compilation album Chronicle, the 20 Greatest Hits, originally released in 1976, is still on the Billboard Top, uh, Billboard 200 album chart and reached the 600-week mark in August 2022. It has been certified diamond by the RIAA for at least 12 million copies sold in the US. Now, the documentary that will kind of serve as the launching off point for this particular discussion of CCR is the documentary entitled Travel and Band. It's Creedence Clearwater Revival at the Royal Albert Hall. And it's a 2022 documentary directed documentary film directed by Bob Smeaton. The film documents the origins of the American swamp rock band Creedence Clearwater Revival and their 1970 European tour, culminating in an April 14, 1970 performance at London's Royal Albert Hall. The movie takes its name from the band song Travel and Band. One second there. Credit to the wonderful Molly Jones for uh, the mug that I am currently drinking coffee out of as I talk to you fine people. Um, the documentary features never-before-seen never before seen concert footage and narration by Jeff Bridges. This documentary explores CCR's humble origins and meteoric rise. And at the time they toured Europe in this time, the Beatles had broken up, as I mentioned to you in the intro, uh, leaving Credence Clearwater Revival as Bridges as Bridges puts it, the biggest group in the world. As I said, the jockeying had been taking place for a series for a number of years at that point, and you know the Beatles had had stepped aside, and Credence had assumed the, the throne of you know the, the the Beatles had, in many ways, accepted defeat, leaving Credence Clearwater Revival as the heavyweight champion of rock bands all around the world. The film's release was accompanied by an album of a concert called At the Royal Albert Hall. So let me just jump in as to like why this band inspires me. So like, as I said, right, you listen to this band and the first time I listened to them, my mind just exploded. Right. You're on this open highway, you're hurtling through the bayou country. And that's like a taste of freedom that I had never experienced. And that was one of the ma- the most amazing things about CCR, and in particular, John Fogarty, who wrote the majority of the band's songs, right? He had this capacity to bring people to another place entirely through his artwork. I'd experienced this through, of course, through the acting I've done, but also like when I read books, right? But like, this was performance. And this contributed to my passion, right? Around sort of like, I wanted to bring this kind of transportation through performance to my acting work. If you listen to a song like uh, Born on the Bayou and you hear you've got those kind of wind chimes at the start of that song and then suddenly you're kind of the rhythm of the music and the melody starts to bring you in and then bang, Fogarty's rasping, howling quality starts, you know, serenading you about being in the bayou country and, you know, this is a band from El Cerrito in California and Fogarty is trying to give you this picture of growing up in the bayou and, you know, understanding what it was like to be there. And it's it's pure creation, you know, and it's it's absolutely wonderful. Like, it's true artistic representation. I mean, to all intents and purposes, Fogarty and the band are playing characters. 
You know, they're playing characters to fit this sort of swamp rock image that they've created. It is absolutely amazing. You know, when you, you take something like the song Travel and Band, for example, and then suddenly, you know, it, it just it kicks off with those drums and then boom, 747 coming out of the sky. That lyric hits and you've got Fogarty, he's got, you've got him in your ears and it's howling and it's rasping and it's telling you a story about being a traveling band. Or, you know, the classic, you know, Fortunate Son and Run Through the Jungle, those kind of songs where, you know, they're taught, you know, they're songs with a social message trying to talk to you about sort of inequality in America, political injustice or, you know, the, the, the perils and the sad tragedy of gun violence. You know, here's a band that's trying to tell you something with their music, but they're doing it in such a way where they're leveraging imagery to drop you into a place you've never been before. But for me, you know, it was this thing of 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 hearing it for the first time and and like feeling it. I, I, I honestly would say when I listen to music, it's about the stories I'm being told before the melody. And what was interesting about CCR is the minute I hear I heard their music, I was dropped straight away into the feeling that they wanted, which was freedom, passion, joy. The other thing about them that inspired me was around this concept of being an artist. So it was one of the first times in my life listening, you know, when I'm when I'm walking around picture, if you will, my dear listener. Uh, walking around the corner onto Broad Street in Oxford and, you know, the whole street opens up and, you know, the University of Oxford's got that wonderful college system where you have all these colleges that make up the University of Oxford, right? And so you walk onto Broad Street, bang, you've got Balliol College on your left, followed by Trinity College. On the right, you've got a, a, a string of wonderful shops and you've got the Sheldonian and you've got the King's Arms and you've got the White Horse Inn and you've got these incredible, this incredible atmosphere straight away. And I'm I'm walking down one of my favourite places in Oxford and then bang, I hear Bad Moon Rising coming into my ears. And I'm thinking to myself, what is this? What is this freedom? What is this art I've never heard before? And it gave me huge clarity around my life of, you know, I mean, I've always wanted to be an actor and while I was at the University of Oxford I was cultivating my art right I was cultivating my passion but this gave me another layer because suddenly I realized it gave me some clarity around living life as an artist you know the lifestyle of that I talked about earlier of freedom of fun of of executing on your art this was something to me that not just gave me clarity around the lifestyle as an artist, but also gave me an understanding of like you could encap you can imbue a huge degree of freedom with your art. You you can talk about things like fluidity, right? Freedom, magic, mysticism. That sense of imbuing a sense of artistic endeavor with freedom and that sense of transportation I talked about earlier. As an actor and as a performer, that was truly incredible. And it really, really excited me and really, really got me thinking in ways that I had kind of never thought about before in many ways. Certainly not to that degree, you know. The other thing about CCR um, that really just blew my mind was the vibrancy. 
as Bridges in the documentary talks about, right, you know, when Creedence Clearwater Revival stepped onto the Royal Albert Hall stage on April 14th, 1970, just days after the Beatles had announced their breakup, the California Rockers had arguably just become the biggest band in the world. And I'll tell you something, you feel every bit of that. You're talking about four dudes, two guitars, a bass and a drum kit and that voice. And you feel that vibrancy. Let me talk about that voice for a second, right? You've got Tom Fogarty saying to his brother John, Tom Fogarty, the original singer in this band, right? He says to his brother John, John, I can sing, but you've got something to say. And that's powerful and that's raw. And you feel that to this day. There's a vibrancy and a charisma with this band that comes from the within. And, and then it emanates out. So you don't get lost in the bells and the whistles, right? You watch that performance on Royal on the Royal Albert Hall stage and you it is raw. Like Traveling Band opens and you watch Doug Clifford and he has got his eyes fixed on John Fogarty, the charismatic heartbeat of the band. He's waiting for cues and he's the whole band is watching him. And it is just four guides and they are raw and they are singing. And it was a lesson in charisma. It Charisma starts from within and it emanates out. Don't get lost in the bells and the whistles, my dear listener. And as an actor, again, I'm, I'm watching this and I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, there's a lot to be said for that. If you want to cultivate charisma, if you want to grow your own inherent charisma, it starts from within and it emanates out. And you can do whatever you want with it. The other thing about CCR is their social message, their social commentary. Like you listen to those messages from, say, Run Through the Jungle about gun violence. There's that great line. It's like, you know, Satan cries, take aim. You know, this idea that like the sort of worst parts of ourselves. Those are the parts that are beholden to tragedy, to misery, to to a sense of violence. And in Run Through the Jungle, John Fogarty laments people indulging in that violence through gun violence and, and actively speaks out against not just gun violence, but all forms of violence. And it is just a truly, truly wonderful message. And in something like Fortunate Son, you know that I mean, we've all, you know, it's like you, you, you can't watch a Vietnam movie without um, hearing Fortunate Son. Excuse me. Another sip of coffee, another hat tip to Molly Jones. But you can't, uh, you know, Fortunate Son is, is in so many Vietnam era war films. But you know, again, fortunate son. It's 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 a it's a song that sort of laments uh, inequality. It laments um, violence. It speaks out in favor of equality and against violence. But it's just a wonderful story about how these things take place and how we should encourage a greater sense of equality in our society and how we should discourage and eradicate violence from our societies. And 
that message is as true today as it was when John Fogarty wrote it. So I want to end the show today with with like a takeaway uh, for you, the listener, for the day. And I'm going to talk to you just very briefly, uh, a quick story. Um, When I was a child, I had this wonderful childminder. um, She's just this majestic, wonderful, regal lady from Cork. Uh, Her name is Marie. Marie's wonderful because she's an incredible conversationalist. But also she like understands the power of silence and also understands the power of an economy of words sometimes. And so sometimes you'll just be sitting with Marie, you know, and like you just be sitting there for like, you know, sometimes I go up to visit her now and just go up for a cup of tea. And you just be sitting in silence for like a few minutes occasionally between different conversation topics. And she just sort of hit you with a message, you know, like. And one day I was just sort of sitting down with her and just having a cup of tea and sort of looking out the window. And then all of a sudden she just looks over at me and she just kind of says, freedom, Ali. You know, ultimately it's just about freedom. And then sort of just goes back to drinking tea and carrying on with the rest of the conversation as if she hadn't just dropped an incredible pearl of wisdom on me. And so, like, you know, if I was to kind of give you a message for today, it would be freedom. You know, no matter what it is, what work you do in life, what it is, what your passion is, whatever your, you know, sense of endeavor that you do on a day-to-day basis, whatever your passion is and whatever your... Uh, doing to bring that passion into reality Um, and I talked a little bit on a previous podcast about creating a life around passion and that that sort of you know for me there is very much an equation to creating a life around passion and that's something along the following where it starts with self-compassion and then you go to a sense of authenticity and understanding yourself and having a deep sense of self-awareness from there you can identify a passion and what you're passionate about. From there, you can construct a vision for how you're going to bring that passion into reality. And then from there, you can create a life around that passion. And what I'd say for you is love something for the sake of loving it. Have a passion for the sake of loving that passion. And you know, therein lies your freedom, therein lies your contentment, and therein lies your fun. And whatever it is that you do on a day-to-day basis in terms of creating a life around your passion... Don't forget that element of freedom. Don't forget to integrate that level of um, freedom and joy into your passion. Because at the end of the day, as Marie so wonderfully said from her throne in Cork, freedom, that's what it's all about. I'll leave you with lyrics from the wonderful Credence Clearwater Revival, the wonderful John Fogarty. And it's lyrics from the song, Travelling Band. And I think it captures what I'm trying to say pretty perfectly. Well, I'm flying across the land, trying to get a hand, playing in a travelling band. I leave you with the immortal lyrics of John Fogarty, Credence Clearwater Revival. 
I'll leave you with the immortal lyrics of John Fogarty and Clearance Clearwater Revival from their song Travelling Band which captures everything I need to say around freedom. Well I'm flying across the land trying to get a hand playing in a travelling band.